Hello, and welcome to a Paradise Lost podcasting channel. My name is Christina, and I'll be your storyteller for this campaign. In this episode, the group fights winged creatures bent on destruction, learn some history about where they are at, and find, well, some casualties in the aftermath. So stick around for this episode of our first D&D campaign, Tipping the Scales, Episode 8, How Does One Define Luck? You guys uh, see a lovely blue dragon with five wyverns flanking it, coming towards the area where you're at. And they're approaching pretty quickly. The wyverns are trying really hard to keep up with the dragon. What do you guys want to do? Take cover! Are we... I just kind of look around to the rest of them. Should we uh, try to evacuate? Uh, you do notice that... Besides some combat you hear going on on the other side, you don't really see anybody on your side. It's just your little group right there. Running away might not be a terrible idea. So Rin looks at you and is like, I need to go check on my sisters and let them know what's going on. And he books it. Like, you've seen Tattersail run quickly. That's about his speed. We should prepare for... We should not be grouped up in case Dragon tries to land on us. Probably not a good, uh, probably a good idea. Um, look, run for it. Yep, time to go. So I'm gonna. Unless you want me to try and write it, in which you know what, I'll give it my best shot. So, um, you guys see the you see the blue dragon, like almost dive ahead of the wyverns, sweep over the festival. And as it does, its maw opens and air's crackling and it just shoots out this line of lightning right through the center of the festival. As it hits the food stands and a couple other places, the things just splinter apart if they were made of wood. The tent is crackling and slowly starts to catch on fire. But it's very clearly electricity coming out of there. Yeah. And then it just swoops up and off as the wyverns are starting to slowly close in behind it. So, time to go? Time to go, right? I don't think we're going to be able to outrun that. Question. This uh, Mask of the Wild thing I have, am I wearing it or do I have to put it on? The Mask of the Wild thing? Yeah, it's features and traits. That's something that I can just do, right? What does it say? Uh, easier to hide in foliage, rain, snow, uh, snow falling, and other nature. No, it's the thing you can just do as a druid. It's not like an actual mask. It's the, fl- the fourth flavor of it. You just are really good at hiding yourself okay. and stuff. You see Kalina just being like, ah! <laughs> and uh, Grash is just pulling out his greatsword and kind of looking at the wyverns. I should probably put my staff on my back and take my bow, my bow back out. You see the blue dragons swoop back around, swoop back in, and do another cross of electricity, shattering more areas. So you guys are kind of like, it looks kind of like this. It's literally an X across the map of crackling electricity. It doesn't hit any of you. So we're not able to get out of this part of the map? Uh, yeah, you can get out of it. It's not like it's sitting there, but you can just kind of see the faint crackles of electricity on the ground. And it doesn't look like it's aiming for anything in particular, it's just wreaking havoc. As that, uh, the, some of the tents are, like, shattered and everything, if any of the, uh, what's it called, the debris comes out, I'm gonna, like, use my bare arms to, like, punch them away from us. Okay. Uh, how long does your, your arms last? I believe it's ten minutes, okay. but I can double check that. I believe it's ten minutes also, so we can go with that. It's fine. Um, I should have it written down. You see the wyverns start to close in, and sweep off in different angles. Looks like two were heading towards the nearby town. Yep, ten minutes. Um, one is kind of coming towards you guys. Another is coming kind of towards the back area of the tent. And another one is just like flittering around. The blue dragon swoops around and lands in the back area with this sound. So it is on the other side of the map from you guys. There is a little green wyvern, and I use little very uh, gingerly because it is a large size. It's thing. little compared to the dragon. Yeah, because it is still a large size creature. Comes and lands down, uh, not all the way down. It's kind of floating a little bit in the air, like just hovering for a second. It's maybe about 
10 feet off the ground and it just looks at you all and just <sighs> go ahead and roll initiative. <sighs> I'm glad I took my bow back out. <laughs> well, look at that. Got 21. Basically, just for sake of use for right now, I'm gonna roll, uh, I'm gonna put them all on one initiative. You got eight, Brendan? Yep. Brittany? 21. 21. Julia? 20. Okay. Raylan, you get to go first. Oh, goody. You have a lovely, sweet, innocent little green wyvern staring you at the face, floating about 10 feet off the ground. How sweet and innocent does this thing really look? Because uh, I'm about to shoot it. <laughs> How much do you want to believe me that it's a sweet, innocent looking wyvern? All right. I'm going to move out from to behind my friends so I can reach it with an arrow. And I guess I'm going to shoot it. All right. Is it a seven or a one? Oh, it's a one. Did you roll a one? I rolled a one. So you go to, you're using your bow, right? Yep. You go to fire and you pull it a little too taut and the arrow snaps. Ow. So you're, it like raises your arm and kind of hurts. It's like a sting, but it's not, didn't do you any damage. How high up is that wire? 10 feet. Okay. So if I got right under it, I could hit it. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> the tweet printed put out. When the DM is sick of your circus bullshit, circus of bullshit, <laughs> with the picture, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my turn. Okay. I mean, so Tattersail is next. Hold a hive. Are you gonna duck around yeah. the face painter's cabin? What is it? 14. I mean, it's hard. You know you're hidden. I'm gonna go here. So you were right here. I had to move you behind. So that oh, was, uh, so if you wanted to hide behind the other one, yeah, I'll go here for now. And uh, I'm going to carefully pull my crossbow and uh, quiet. Okay. Are you going to try and attack? I don't have line of sight. Uh, you... It's up in the air. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not strong. actually. So technically, you still have. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't have a thing. So that's as close as I can get is ten feet in the air. All right. So you'd have to peek back out, but yeah. that would be your movement. You wouldn't be able to duck back in. So it does see you just barely. So you I don't, don't have hit. advantage. Would you roll? 15. Uh, it does hit. It does hit. So I just roll my damage and I'll get sneak attack. That's correct. Uh, max damage, 12. Uh, so the arrow sinks into kind of where uh, the wing meets the body and digs in there. And it just... <sighs> at you. Very clearly now focused on you. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Your friends kind of turn around or just like, well, fuck. <laughs> okay, it's gonna take me a second. I thought we were fighting it. I must have missed the conversation where we said we weren't. <laughs> I mean, you can always run if you want to. You are free to do what you please. Kalina. This episode's called Tattersail's Last Ride. <laughs> Kalina looks over and she pulls out her flute, starts playing something on it. A uh, This little wave kind of go over the, the wyvern. And then you hear this loud, like a shattering around it. She's going to cast Shatter. Oh. It looks like it hurts it, but not as much. She was definitely hoping it would. And then she's like, ha ha, 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 ha. She just backs back pedals with her flute in her hand and just kind of like gets to the side of uh, the face painter tent. And it's like, I live here now. Do not blame her. Our poor little halfling has two, uh, has a battle axe out. Fucking flyers. So he uh, decides to move off to the side. And just, so we're not all grouped together. Crash, the half-orc cleric. Um, so he looks up. He holds his uh, his symbol, gestures his hand out. You see a radiant glow where his hand is over his symbol. And it kind of echoes in his hand. And he thrusts it forward. And he's going to cast guiding bolts. It slams against the wyvern in this radiant blast. Takes 17 damage. And you see kind of this glowing halo almost around the wyvern. I feel like the next uh, the next attack against it will make it a lot easier to hit it. Okay, it's going to be at advantage for the next attack. So now it's Piper's turn. Alright. I will... Am I within 40 feet of that? Just off. Like, you need another five feet and you'd be on him. Is that what's your movement? It's 30. 40. It's 40? Oh, then yeah. you, can get, you can get up on him. I forget. You have, you've five, already got the plus 10 for your speed for monks. 25, 30, 35, 40. So that'd be 10 right there, right? Yeah, because you can push it 10 out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember, it's, it's 10 feet in the air. It's 10 feet in the air. So you have to get close. You need to be one more up. Can I spend 
Don't you have a uh, step of the wind for your key points? Yes, I do. That's actually what I was thinking about doing. Yeah, you can so do that. You step of the wind to do a, I think it's a bonus action dash. Yes. And then I would be able to get up on it. Yep. And then I'm going to attack it with, uh, with my bare arms. So that's an 18 hit. Yes, it does. Alright, I am doing six radiant damage to it with my bare arms. And I'm going to yell at it in draconic. Something along the lines of, you should run away, we did not want to attack, we do not want to attack, you please run away. After we've attacked it. Yeah, okay. Like, basically being like, like, as I'm running up, being like, please, please run away, animal, I do not want to attack you, please just run away. So, are you saying that before you hit it? Yes. And then you're gonna hit it. We don't want to attack you, but I'm gonna hit you anyway. You might want to be like, we don't want to continue fighting. We don't want to continue fighting, please go away. Oh, well, persuasion check at disadvantage. <laughs> no way it could be worse than that. Oh, I lied, that's not one. You really, you don't even believe your own words. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even believe your own argument that you're trying to make to it. It's it's a very thin argument, if I'm being fair. Yeah. I did just punch it with a, with a ghostly bear arm. And then go, no, please go away, dragon. Yeah, you you don't even believe your own argument. You kind of, at this point, are just like, I'm fighting this thing. Good try. So, You've now convinced yourself you don't want to fight, and you are compelled to run. <laughs> <laughs> On the other side of the field, you hear this crackling, and... And you see light just streak from behind back there. You hear a... As the lightning hits the trees that are surrounding the area. Not coming in your direction, but you know, stuff's happening over there. What did those trees ever do to you? You also hear a little screeching kind of around the area. It sounds more like the wyvern screech than a dragon screech. And it's the wyverns. And uh, since uh, its good buddy just came up to uh, punch it in the face. Thanks for taking the heat for me, Dad. It's gonna try and bite you and then stab you with its stinger. Oh, okay. Did you not see the stinger on that thing? No. It's comes up and wraps around and it's like right there. Oh boy. Great, scorpion dragon. So it goes to bite you and actually bites its tongue. <laughs> and it takes a second to kind of reel from it as it brings the stinger around. Um, I raise my bare arms up to the And blanket. you're able to like raise them up and it he misjudged the curvature of it and just misses you. <laughs> and that's the wyvern's turn and you know, everything else that's going on's turn. And we're back to reality. <laughs> I bet Rowan's having a great time over there, right? Sure. I'm going to, uh... I don't fucking know. I'm going to, uh, shoot it again with an arrow. Shoot it the head! 19 to hit. That's sure hope so. The wyverns don't look like... They clearly have natural scales and stuff, but they don't look like it's super hard to get through. Six. Okay, six damage. Six damage. It's starting to look a little hurt. Bad or single. Can I move stealth and then move back out? Yeah, if you want to. Uh, you also, because you have a... Yeah, you can go ahead and move back behind this tent. That's much better. 26. You're pretty fucking sure it can't see you. Okay. And then I'm gonna... Whoop! Slip yep, back so out. and uh, roll with advantage. 12. So you fire your bolt and it just thumps off the armor. It looks like it almost dug into it, but it just kind of skids off the yeah. of it. Whipped it. Now it's your friend's turn. So... Crash looks at the scene just like, you guys gonna be okay so I can go to the other, help the other people? They got the real dragon over there. We will do our best. So he kind of like nods to you guys, dashes over. Crash takes off towards where all the crazy stuff is happening. Oh, sorry, not uh, Grosh. Uh, the halfling takes off over in that direction. My bad. Grosh looks at the, the wyvern and just like, all right. Cracks his knuckles, it's like, Time to go again, and fires a guy bolt at it. Does hit. You see that same radiant uh, energy surround the wyvern again. I rolled really well for that. Okay. You see Grash fire another guiding bolt at it. It slams into the wyvern, and you see the wyvern kind of wheel, and it looked like a very hard hit. Then you see that same halo of radiant energy around it again. Kalina peeks back around the corner. Hey, elf girl. You got this. You're gonna fire. Aim right for its heart. Uh, take a bardic inspiration. It's a d6. d6 to... Uh, it's any saving throw or attack roll. I believe it's ability check also. Let's see. Is she close enough to do this? She's just... Do you look hurt at all? No. I promise I'll be around if you need me. She snaps her fingers and she disappears. 
<laughs> First attack, that's uh... They call a bad dragon. Uh, I assume that uh, the 13 doesn't hit. It actually just hits. Holy shit. Congrats. Wyverns are not super hard to hit. They're just hard to kill. So I do seven radiant damage? This thing, you hit it, and it like stumbles and collapses onto the ground. It just looks up at you with a sneer. It looks almost dead. As it is down on the ground, I'm going to make like a jump up. Like not a jump. I'm, I'm going to just take both of my arms, pillow my my jacket behind me. You know, this power stance as as the other bear arm goes to like come in from above. Fucking uh, 18 to hit. You don't need to roll damage. It had one hit point left. Hooray, I rolled a one. I did it! I do five um, radiant things. So as you come down, you just almost knock this wyvern's head so askew that its neck is very clearly broken. You are a bad wizard. On the other side of the battlefield, let me roll this real quick. Damn, I keep rolling really fucking well for that. All right. You see the blue dragon, like, flap its wings and, like, bolt up into the air and kind of survey everything, and it looks over towards you guys. Let me check the distance on this real quick. I keep rolling to refresh his breath, and I haven't missed a single breath refresh yet. So it goes a little bit this way and lands down. No, 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 Piper. Looks at Grosh and Raylan, rears its head back, and. <laughs> the fuck is he doing? A crackle of lightning come out and align. Let's not attack the fear bull of standing over the dead wyvern. Let's attack the people behind him. Fuck you, dragon. <laughs> and whatever dice you use to pick me. Very greedy dice. So I need you to make a dex save. So dex save, you said? Mm-hmm. So I just roll and add my dex. Uh, your de- it should be a column or a little box that has your saves in oh, it. Oh, no, there it is. So I add that. <laughs> no. Inspiration. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna use an inspiration. Cause uh, ouch. And then uh, try this again. Oh, so much better. So so much better. A 14. That's a fail. It's <gasps> better uh, than the two I rolled. Yep. That, I mean, it's still the same amount of damage either way. <laughs> no, you are not fighting an ancient dragon. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I said I wasn't afraid of Okay, so you, you got 14, right? Mm-hmm. Alright, I need you to take 55 lightning damage. What? <laughs> You're with it. So she's super dead. She's not dead. She's on the ground right, unconscious. So, uh, let me do some calculations here. I'm at negative 22 hit points. Hey, what's your max? 31. Yeah, you're fine. So you're just at zero, like unconscious, basically. Okay, so unless someone heals you, you're gonna start making deaths. Crash, get hit with it, but it looks like it didn't hit him as hard as uh, Raylan. Fuck you. <laughs> just go to sleep for a little bit. <laughs> just go to sleep for a little bit. <laughs> so, for everyone who's still up, go ahead and roll a perception check if you can, if you have eye line of the dragon. So I think that's me. I'm not looking, I'm writing stuff down, so I don't care. Can I see the dragon from where I'm at? I'm right here. Because that thing's big. You could see kind of like the top part of it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's a 20. It's a 23. So you can tell that this dragon has taken some hits. It still looks fairly hardy. It definitely was uh, fighting and something was fucking it up over there. We can go back over there. It also, while it's a large dragon, you've seen them larger. Have we? Oh, that's not exactly comforting. Who's the healer? Crash and... The one that's dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm KO'd right now. So, but Grash is a healer. Uh, back up to Raylan, so go ahead and make a death save for me. Basically, you roll a d20, and you want to get 10 or above to pass the save. Can I use an inspiration for that roll? Yeah. Oh, I rolled a 10. Okay, so you have one, <laughs> you pass one death save. Do I, like, write anything down? Oh, so there's a little section there's a little on there. Box where, like, yeah, so you want to do one, one success. So if you roll a nat 1, that's two fails. If you roll a nat 20, you stabilize. Tattersail, your turn. Who's next to me? Uh, that you can't you see. You cannot see her because she's, she's invisible. invisible. Got it. But it's Kylie. Um, I'm gonna dip back here. That does not do well. That's a 13 on stone. I don't know that though. Yeah, you just barely can see him. Let's shoot him. <laughs> I'm gonna use my last inspiration. 
And you can tell this dragon looks more naturally armored than the wyvern did. I miss. What'd you get? I got eight. So your bolt goes wide, kind of misjudging this large creature. That's fine. Grosh comes over to Raylan. Alright, Lass, get back up. And he puts his hands, you can't tell because, you know, you're unconscious, but very gingerly on your face, which is interesting because he's a big half-orc. Healing energy just kind of flow into you. And he's going to cast Cure Wounds at second level. And you're going to heal for 14. You just... <sighs> and you're you're good. You're still on the ground, but you're good. What happened? I remember electricity. Dragon breath. Ouch. Better move for cover. Right, yeah, so I, I definitely... He's going to try and make his way this way. please run. Piper's turn. Okay, I'm going to move up to here. Are you serious? Yes, I have an idea. Oh no. I'm going to hit it with my, uh, I'm going to hit it with my fucking bear arm. Uh, I'm going to just take a wild guess and say, uh, you know what, fuck, I'm going to use an inspiration on this. Okay. I assume that the 12 is going to fuck me. Uh, what about a 19? 19 does hit. For five Paul radiant damage. Okay. You punch him once, you're able to uh, hit him hard enough that it, uh... I swear, if the dragon dies, <laughs> I'm gonna be so upset. How much was it? Five. Yes. And then, as my bonus action, I'm going to use Hidden Step on myself to magically turn invisible. So, hold on, I've got an invisible token. Yeah, you get a little, a little necklace. And then I'm going to finish off my movement over this way. Because if I punch him while that I'm invisible, I'll have yeah, were you, I'll have were you right up to him or were you ten feet away from him? I was ten feet away from okay. him. Yeah. Make he, sure. was, he was ten feet. Let me make sure. Yep, you're good. Oh, actually. Um But I turned invisible. Oh no, because you're still in its threat range. Yeah, I'm still in its threat range. Because yep. even if you're invisible, it can still try and attack you. But it's a disadvantage. Okay. Alright. Now uh Mr. Dragano's turn. I'm gonna play dead. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm not moving. I'm not alive. Don't attack me again, please. Not knowing where uh, Piper, went. Piper went, but being uh, smart enough to know he did something. He's gonna move up a little bit, not much, and he's gonna try and uh, just. Oh, I almost forgot. Hey, the first time that breath does not regenerate. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, dragon. That's what you get. Uh, so he's gonna try and just use his multi attack, and he's gonna try and bite out and claw twice around him. See, try and get Piper. Um, so as he goes to bite, he actually overextends a little bit and bites up some dirt and just coughs it out. Bite me? Yeah, he's uh, taking his multi-attack on you. He's attempting so to he, attack So he first everything. tried to bite you and rolled him out once, so he like bit into the ground and coughed up the stuff. So now he's doing his two claw attacks. Which I'm pretty sure 24 hits you. Not a disadvantage. That's at disadvantage. What the fuck? Okay, yeah, I guess if it hits me and I go out of invisibility then, right? For eight slashing damage. Okay. And then he's going to try, and now that you're visible, use a flat roll on you, which is another 24 to hit. For seven, 12 slashing damage. I'm down. It's fine. It's fine. Is it? Everything is not fine! Everything is not fine! <laughs> Go ahead and let him lay down for a bit. Face first in the dirt. <laughs> I like how she lays us face down. You're face down in the dirt. You are dead. Uh, that's its turn. So really, you can use half your movement to get up. Well, I guess I'm getting up. What I want to do is heal Piper. You can also erase that, uh, your scene. What I don't want to do is die again. So, um, I'm going to... Just in range. Well, I can cast Healing Word to give uh, Piper some uh, healing. So I'm gonna do that. I've got one, two spells left, guys, for today. D4. Plus my spellcasting ability is my dips. Great. Your spellcasting ability is your wisdom. Wisdom. Mm-hmm. All right, Piper. Take back six. Okay, I'm back up to six. <laughs> Play dead. And I already moved because I had to get up. Well, it's half her movement, so you still have another. Uh, actually, you have 35. Yeah. So, uh, I'll round up on movement for half, so we still have 16. Uh, round. 15's reasonable, I think. Really rounding down. So I'm not in line with our other healer, mm-hmm. but further away from the dragon. Mm-hmm. seal. Your turn. Come on, ham hands. I'm going to sneak back there. I'm going to roll the 
for stealth. Mm-hmm. Fifteen. Oh, you think you're hidden? Pop back out. Go ahead and roll advantage. He did not see you. All right. So nineteen to hit. Yes. Yes, that hits. Okay. So roll sneak attack. Just make sure I'm using the right dice. Hang on. Uh, I believe it's a D8 and two D6. Yep. Twelve damage. Twelve okay. piercing. So the arrow sinks in the crossbow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he rears a little bit and tries to look around and figure out where it's coming from and looks over at you. I just wave awkwardly. Hello! And last raid! Okay. So it was here for a good time, not a long one. So, Rosh looks, uh, looks over, comes over to Raylan and taps her real quick and goes behind uh, the building. He's gonna use his last third level spell on you, or second level spell on you. Thirteen. Thirteen? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Feel a little bit better. <laughs> And? Uh, I, have a, I have a question for yes. Christina. I'm looking through way the astral self right now. It does not say whether or not the arms disappear when I go unconscious. I assume that they would, yeah, they would but... Disappear. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just like, um, it's not a spell, but it's just like if you have any active things. It's something you have to be conscious of doing. Yeah, it's, it'd be essentially like having a spell that does the thing or of that nature. So when you go unconscious, you're not there to consciously do the thing. So it, will, it would uh, disappear. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you uh, see Kalina reappear over here. She holds out, she creates kind of like a cube in her hand and does a little whistle and pushes it out. And uh, you see where the dragon's head is. You hear that glass shattering shatter. And she's gonna cast shatter on it again. Just barely passes that. So it's half damage. So it takes four damage. She goes over this way. You guys hear a commotion coming from the other side as the screechings and yelling start to die down over there. Not sure what it means, but you guys can extrapolate uh, what you want to from it. Everyone said we're screwed. You do hear the dragon let out a cry and you don't know why but it just it's a cry of pain and then it just kind of like turns around and looks behind itself almost stepping on piper on the ground that's that turn okay piper could use my movement to stand back up okay tap your movement oh no you do not get to run away from me after you did that well, I don't have my things, I'm going to, like, crack my knuckles and, like, just punch it in the back of, like, its kneecap or whatever. Do you not have any uh, key points left to, to do the thing? I don't have enough. I need two key points to do that, and I have one key. Gotcha. Okay. So go ahead and uh, attack it. Does an 18 hit it? Yes. An 18 just hits it. I deal five damage, and then I'm going to spend my last key point for flurry of blows. Alright. To make two extra strikes on it. Okay. Uh, 24. For six damage. Okay. And the second attack is a nat 20. Alright. Holy shit. Go ahead. Why couldn't you have done this when I had my fucking arm? Go ahead and roll that beautiful bean footage. I do eight damage. It's looking pretty hurt. You're, for crits, you're, it's just two dice. Roll, roll the dice. Roll all the dice. Double them and then add any uh, modifiers you've added. Okay. Yeah, so then it would just be, yeah, I thought that it uh, doubled your, uh, not everything now. Yeah, so it's just eight damage. Yeah, some people do it where you roll the dice twice. I think it's just easier to roll it once and double well, it. I, I, I roll it twice. That's fine. The Durbin's turn. It uh, gets hit in the ass, basically, by Piper. In the back of the kneecap. Doesn't really seem to care. You scared the poop out of it. It, it poops on you. Oh, no! <laughs> it uh, breathes in. And exhales a crackle of that lightning breath. I don't know what it is. I'm rolling really good on getting the, I'm recharging that. It's getting really dumb. <laughs> getting really dumb? It's you, getting really dumb? It was already you really see, dumb. Uh, you see somebody, you can't tell who it is. Well, Piper sees somebody literally get hit with that breath and just disintegrate, basically. Ugh. Can't tell who. But. Guys, there's, there is a problem over here. You mean, are you talking about the dragon? I, I already know. You just murdered someone. Just murdered someone? Oof. Alright, Raylan, it's your turn. Shoot the damn dragon. Shooting it. It's looking pretty hurt. Good. Alright, I'm gonna shoot it in the butt. Don't forget you have your bardic inspiration still, Tim. I do. Don't just fucking I keep not just... needing it, though, because I just rolled 18. That hits. So, yeah, just on rolling an 18 plus 4, so it's 22 to hit. 
can't use the plus d6 of Bardic for the damage roll, can I? No. Seven damage. Patterson. All right. Sneak it out. Final. 20. On step. So roll the advantage to hit. Or it doesn't see you. Nat 20. Okay. Go ahead and, uh... So if you want to roll double the dice, you can. I find it's easier just to roll the dice and then double it. 22 damage. Did you, add, did you add your plus? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, 26 damage. So, uh, how would you like to kill <laughs> I'm assuming it's... I can see his butt. Yeah, that's you're basically uh, Sorry, you're really only gonna be able to hit its like its butt, its tail area. Okay, because I was gonna shoot it in the butthole, right in the pooper, sure, right in the butthole, straight through like, and I want the crossbow bolt to like go up through its stomach and out its chest. With the angle, it's a little hard, but uh, so you 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 line up the shot, watching like all your friends going down and down and up and down and up and down, and you just fire. It goes straight through its butthole. Doesn't quite come out the chest, but it kind of comes out its side a little bit, and just the spray of blood and crackling energy. The dragon lets out a... You leave group dad alone! And it just collapses. And I need uh, Piper to make a deck save. Sorry, Piper. Since it's collapsing, like, right next to you. Well, fuck that, I'm gonna use my last inspiration. <laughs> Nobody hurts group dad but us! Right? We don't do that emotionally. Okay, that's much better. Uh, that's a fucking 21. Yeah, you're fine. The teal, thankfully, just kinda like, misses right- like, goes it right in front of your face. around you. Yeah, actually. <laughs> it falls and kinda curls around him a little bit. It's a bit of a shock because it almost beamed you in the face. You guys managed to kill a young blue dragon. A young blue dragon. Now let's put that out there, a young. Who was at maybe about- half health fair by the time you guys got to him. You do see a wyvern from the other side yeah. shoot up and just take off back in the direction that they came from. Mm-hmm. But you don't see any other things uh, taken off anywhere. Definitely so where I'm at, person that died. if I turn this way, do I see anything in this area? Probably dead people. I'm right here by the by this corner and I've got a clear line of sight towards the Go ahead and roll a perception check. She's got a line of sight towards Also, we're out of initiative, so if you guys want to do whatever, whatever. <laughs> That's a seven. I mean, it looks like something rolled through there. Like there's a couple of tents uh, that are either on fire or torn down. It might have been a um, but not a dragon. That's that's about all I can really tell. <laughs> this tornado came through this place. I can kill him, but I have no idea what happened. Um, yeah, there's just, just, just young dragon, blue dragon corpse on the ground. <laughs> you guys are free to do stuff. Uh, congrats, that was your first boss battle. I'm afraid the archery range for uh, crossbow bolts. Okay. They're, uh, most of them are broken or slightly on fire. Okay. You managed to find, like, four that aren't destroyed. I'll take it. I'm going to, uh, start making my way towards the front of the, uh, or towards where the dragon was pointing to see. How are you looking? Um, Help? Like, I'm gonna call Not out you. Well. How are you looking? Not well um, at all. I'm gonna hold out my potion towards you. I will happily uh, take it. Uh, Grosh puts up his hand. He's like, don't worry about it. I s- s- still have a, l- a little something left. And he comes up it and uh, touches his chest and then touches your chest. And you can heal for nine. Fifteen health. I mean, I can technically also heal you one more time. Uh, and Kalina runs over and is like, does anybody need healing? I've still got some spells. I would not say no to this. Okay. She starts singing a little bit, and then comes up and just lays a hand on you real quick. Cast her last uh, second level spell. Making everyone use their last spells. And you're going to heal for, oh, I believe it's 13, but let me double check. You heal, you heal for, uh, for 13. Okay, much better. Crash is looking pretty rough. Pretty rough. He's looking pretty rough. Yeah. Um, like, he's not on death's door, but he's, he can tell he, uh, he, he took some, some damage. I'm gonna go up to him and say, would you like some healing? Appreciate it. I'll be fine, though. Are you sure? You saved me. I'll be fine. Let's go see how everyone else is doing. Tanith comes out of the woods and basically corrals everybody together. And just kind of looks. He, he like rubs his his uh, hand through his hair. He looks pretty battered and bruised too. Like he's got um, a couple cuts that looks like somebody clawed at his neck. His tor- his clothes are torn up, and his hair is very disheveled. Yeah, I probably 
also look like a pretty disheveled elf. You look like you uh, got electrocuted. <laughs> like you stuck your like a, a fork in the socket, but all over. I stuck my arrow in the socket and wanted to see how it worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he gathers everybody, and you can see like the people that ran the festival are slowly like coming out of the woods. They look like what they've been looking like for the whole festival, though. Kind of slowly come out. They all look a little worse for wear. There's definitely a lot less of them. If there were, say, maybe about 30 people riding the fair before, there's maybe like 10 of them now. Oh. So Tannis gathers you all up. He's like, I don't know how to thank you all for protecting me and my people. We were not expecting that, to say the least. That's good to know you weren't expecting a dragon attack. This is not a normal thing for the fair? Well, so this place does have a history of this, but it's been over 50 years since it happened. This place has a history of... Dragons? Having a fair that summons dragons. No, 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 no. It's, uh... It's zombies. Hey. So, the town, he points over, because as I said, this is near a town. Uh, so, the town of Thundertree, many years ago, was uh, plagued, if you will, by a young green dragon named Benfang. But, so. That's a public. Yes, well, the, the mountain, and he points up to the mountain, which you had seen the dragons flying kind of towards. Oh, wait, like, they were coming from that direction a little bit. Mount Hadano. Hadano. I don't remember how the locals pronounce it. Uh, had erupted at one point, and zombies had been in the town and driven off survivors. And, you know, as the zombies died, things started happening around here. But basically, this, this dragon took up residence here, but was driven out by some adventurers. Ah, so it's. To say there isn't a history here, I mean, there is a history of it. But it's been over 50 years. When we've held the festival before, we've never had a problem with it, so I'm not sure. So we're just lucky. Uh, I would not use the word lucky by any means. Really? And that means yes, but to have it happen in the first place. Yeah, definitely not lucky. But I do wish to thank you all and apologize for putting you all at risk as well. Hey, hey. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I don't. So I know this might not be the best kind announcement, but I kind of, he seems very awkward, kind of like trying to, like he wants to get it out, yeah, it's, it's very awkward, like he wants to say the thing because it's good news, but doesn't feel, feel like the news fits into this situation super well, so he's kind of fumbling over his words a lot. I, uh, we do have prizes for those who competed in the Hall of Heroes competition. Those of us that are left standing? Yes. Well, fortunately, I can't help with that. We do have healers, but none with those capabilities. You should look into it. It's never been a problem before. You should always be prepared. We have those who can cast Vivify, but not Resurrection or things of that nature. Uh, All of you guys roll a perception check. Because it's been going so great. Yep, I didn't see shit. That nat one. Fourteen. That nat one life. I'm too busy uh, trying to get all the static electricity out of my hair. What was the highest one? Fourteen. Um, so... Most of you noticed, you know, there's there's a group of people that's obviously not as big as it was before all the shenanigans. Oh, really? Um, Tattersall, you noticed that of the competitors, there's not as many as there were before. But you can't... Why pick out who's missing? You can just tell there's some that are missing. Eddie, um, there's some people missing from the competition. Uh, I'm gonna point that out, and like I can't, I can't remember names right now. I think I'm just too frazzled. Can you guys see if you recognize anyone who's not here? Uh, let's go do a sweep of of the area. Tana kind of gestures, and the ten people that are behind him kind of like very awkwardly and cautiously fan out and look around the area and see if they can find anybody who's not currently bunched up in front of the now burned down tent. The whole festival is in disarray. There's not a single um, tent or booth left standing. Where that the bar was, there's alcohol s- soaking into the ground. The tent that you guys haven't gone to before that's over there, the dice one? No, there's, there's one over there that has a question mark on it. 
It's, oh, I guess between the card reader and something else. Yeah, the one I bought. It has basically been shredded, and you see shisha and broken glass in there. <laughs> All the, the the stalls with the trinkets and food are strewn across the fields. The only thing that's weirdly seemingly unharmed is the tree that's in the middle that was under the big grand tent. Good. It looks a little rough. It's a little singed, uh, but overall it's still standing. I'm gonna wander around and attempt to collect any arrows I can collect. You find six. I'm going to start searching uh, for bodies, basically. So you find, because you you saw it happen, Piper. So you saw someone basically just um, but you don't find that body. You find just remnants of kind of like ashy bits there. Ashy bits. It's, it's basically like you got electrocuted so much your whole skin fried. Yeah. Ashy and There's bits. nothing but ash there. It's a fairly large pile that's slowly walking away in the place. Tattersail. Where are, you, where are you looking at? So I'm going to head back to this area behind the tent by the bar. Um, I'm going to try not to cry about the waste of alcohol because I have bigger problems right now and see if there's anybody in that area. So over there, you find a very mangled, almost half-eaten with the insides on the outside body of Racy. Racy was the girl I was out of the day. Uh-huh. Damn it. I'm uh, going to find any kind of cloth that I can, and I'm going to gently wrap her and start taking her back. Yeah, she looks like she's she might have been a casualty from the beginning of this, so... It's been there a little bit. After I find a couple arrows, I'm going to start looking. Where are you looking? I'm going to walk off in the direction that uh, Rin went, see if I can find him and his sisters. So he went kind of straight back along there. Okay. You find him at kind of over where the boulder bash is, and his, uh, his sister that was reading the book is kind of like wrapping his arm. His arm looks just all the hell and she's she's just wrapping it up and kind of like medically treating it instead of magically treating it mm-hmm. um and so her hair is actually like singed on the tips of it she's got a couple of bruises on her face she looks pretty battered up like it, it, you're surprised she's standing and fee is standing kind of like keeping guard over them almost she her her armor looks like it took a really bad blow to it um, not enough to like do an indent that would kill her yeah but it's pretty okay. it, it's gonna need to get like banged out to, uh, to be proper again because um, and she's got some she's got a lot of scratches uh, around her her face and her neck and, uh, her hair you know it was in the top nice top bun is down is about mid back length down it's got this weird like burned on the edges up, so it's definitely not normal looking now. She, she notices you uh, approach. Because I can make more, I'm going to offer my potion of lesser healing to them and just say whoever needs it the most. Anything that can help. Fee holds out her hand and she's like, I appreciate it, but um, we just need to rest and he needs to heal. We'll be fine. Are you alright? For the most part, yeah. Do you need any healing? I should be fine. Brain just kind of looks up at you it's like, so, uh, find more bolts, because I could use some more bolts. So he's a lot cross bolts. Yeah. He just kind of gave you this dorky smile. Ow! Maggie's just, like, tightly binding his arm and just staring at him, like, really? You're gonna do this right now? If I, uh, you know, obviously I'm gonna smile back because he's dorkily smiling at me. Um, if I find any bolts, I will, uh, gather them up and keep you in mind. Hey! If Tattersail doesn't take them off. <laughs> you're all the way over here. Oh no, you're at the bar. Yeah. So you probably you probably did hear me. Felix <laughs> just like appreciate it. How's everything? Everyone's a little beat up, but I will survive. Good. Uh, you can find uh, what was that that big ass flirt's name? Uh, Rowan, I think. I know he was around here somewhere. Had to patch him up a little bit, but I think I saw him over near the medical tent. Pretty useful, surprisingly. Uh, at least he can back up that mouth of his. Good to know. So after Magley finishes wrapping uh, his arm, you see uh, Fee go over and she uh, lays her hand on his chest and you see kind of healing magic come out from her hands and into her brother. She's like, I can do that a little bit more if you uh, if you send people my way. Can't do a lot, but at least uh, pet people up a bit. Mm-hmm. So she's just, they're just kind of chill. 
Mm-hmm. Are you looking for anybody else besides Dash and McAshlin? I'm, I'm just kind of wandering through trying to find other people. Um, so you find a... Where are you really looking at, actually? Cause that's I'm important. heading up, like, this way. So, behind the, uh, I guess, remember, it should be trinket stains. There is a body. The arm is missing, as if it was bitten off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a male human, one with the red hair and kind of the robes. And he's, he's lying back there. Uh, looks like his neck was bitten out. And he's just staring with a blank expression on his face. I kind of just close his eyes and, like, keep looking for more people. Uh, not terribly far away from him is a uh, dwarven woman. She's also wearing robes. She has the her hair done black and uh, the blonde braids and... Uh, it's all smattered with like mud and singed as well. And she has uh, almost like a dagger in her chest. This is not good. So after you guys uh, look around for a little while, don't seem to find too many other casualties uh, besides just the random fey that are torn apart or burned or a mixture of both. And so eventually Tana gathers you all back up. Looks like there's a couple more of the people who have been running the festival with him. They, they found maybe like three or four more. He calls you all together. So any luck? I wouldn't call this luck. As I said, I wouldn't either. But... There was no luck this day. Hello again everyone, Christina here with some thanks for this episode going out to the musical talents of Kevin McLeod for our current theme song, New Hero in Town, and also to other artists such as Raphael Crux with Cinematic Waves and Alexander Nakarada. If you liked what you heard, please look them up and also feel free to give us a like, a follow, or a good review. It goes a long way with helping us get out to more listeners and we always appreciate the feedback. Speaking of feedback, if you'd like to contact us, you can reach us on Twitter at a Paradise Loss or send any questions into aparadiselost at gmail.com. Remember, if a bard gives you some inspiration, you might want to use it. So here's your bi-weekly D6. Good luck!